welcome to the average fan of wrestling podcast where we don't predict what's next but take what's already happened and book upcoming shows with realistic content we are going to be wrong most of the time even though we weren't last week and we're gonna have a good time doing it (laughs) uh you're listening to episode seven entitled no one is ready for appropriately booking oscar uh i'm jason and as always i'm joined i'm joined by the fruit to my bradshaw chris oh dude i'm honored i get to be farouk come on damn there it is that's i, what I, I can't do it justice so it's fine as long as you gave it the attempt that's I tried. fine so we're coming off the heels of elimination chamber um and the raw following it which a lot's changed. The landscape has changed a bit, I would say. Your pauses before you explain that tells a lot of us, a lot of the story, <laughs> but to put it mildly. Right. You know, it's there. There's some some decent stuff that's happened, but there's some mind-boggling things that I just didn't quite understand. Um, hopefully, within the next two weeks, we'll have I don't know a misless show, but. Oh, that's what I should have named this one, a Mizless show, but we can't because um, he'll play prominent for now. So, as always, uh, we're going to review the SmackDown before, which we weren't going to spend too much time, but there were a couple things that happened on that show that we need to talk about uh, moving forward. We'll talk about Elimination Chamber, the Raw afterwards, then we'll book SmackDown and Raw. We'll talk about Fastlane, the first Fastlane predictions, um, which going through, I've changed now. 15 20 35 times ish at least just because i think i have something and then like no well they're gonna go this way or oh they could go this way or this could happen oh i forgot about this person and it's just i know we're not trying to predict but i keep leaving someone out and i don't know there, there's something i'm missing and maybe you'll maybe you'll fill in the blanks here i'm not quite sure what's missing but we'll figure it well, out well see i know you said we're, we're fantasy booking but part of that is prediction right so you're not by predicting you're not doing anything you're not going against the the, the point of the show what you said is you don't want to do any wild predictions like CM Punk wins the world title on Raw. Like, that's just ridiculous. Oh, man, I have to switch so, that now. I would if I were you, but uh, you know, I don't want to tell you what to do. That's right. I have Mabel no, coming back, I, too, so it's fine. I, I screwed up. Every time you say something weird, I just got to go, damn. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that'd be great. So let's get um, – after that, we'll get into – we'll get in the fast lane, WrestleMania predictions, our top five this week. We're going to be talking about our top five – uh, most misused or underused wrestlers characters in our opinion and then we'll get into some trivia we'll go over last week's and i have a double this week for the trivia this week um all centered around the 24 7 title because eh, what's life without a little whimsy um Bugs bunny there we go Ugh. i need elmer fudd to get rid of that bunny oh, truth, anyway. tried. truth tried he's a hero we need yeah damian priest blocking everywhere we go it's all right if if this goes and i didn't like put this in writing or anything but when we get to talk about 24 7 and bad bunny I, I i think i know where it's gonna go i know how i would want to book it um but we'll get there in a little bit so before we get started anything you want to talk about before we get started no nothing we're not going to get into on the show so we can get into it perfect so let's talk about smackdown from february 19th this was the go home episode to the elimination chamber uh during the universal title picture we had Edge, who started out the show. Roman Reigns, who came in, came out and interrupted. Uh, then Sami Zayn coming out to interrupt. Nothing really crazy. Roman doing his, I'm the main event, you need to pick me. Sami Zayn, well, it doesn't matter. I'm going to win the title. 
thought it was going to at least lead to something, a, a match of some sort, but we already had the, the six man at the end of the night anyway. So, um, you know, it was just there. Edge was on TV. You know, it, it was what it was. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. <laughs> pretty much the show focused on Edge backstage to, and ended up having some sort of interaction with every member of the Elimination Chamber. Um, there was one moment that I made note of when he was talking with Daniel Bryan. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This wasn't with Edge. Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, and Kevin Owens, as they were a team, were talking about how Kevin Owens turns on his partners. And he goes, oh, hey, what about Sami Zayn? Oh, hey, about when he when he turned on the New Day. And he goes, and I, I, I can't remember. There was one other. Oh, maybe I should make a list. And just was throwing <laughs> some shade at Chris Jericho, which was really funny. It was it was pretty, pretty well done. Um, but the the culmination of that was pretty much as we, we booked last week with Brian Owens and Cesaro beating Sami Zayn, Baron Corbett and Jey Uso. Uh, but the show ended with, you know, everyone hitting everyone, Roman Reigns coming out. Uh, we had a moment where edge came, edge was on commentary. He ended up spearing someone, but then Reigns came out and speared him and Reigns ended the show on top. So it was weird that, you know, we had edge and Reigns in there last when the focus should have been on elimination chamber, but yeah, um, it, was, it was a bit much there, but you want that moment. You want something for them to talk about as they go into the show, but it just, it was kind of the wrong focus and it just is foreshadowing way too much what edge was going to do. Um, come elimination chamber. So is what it is. Um, pretty, pretty standard stuff as a go home show when the title really wasn't in much of a threat of being changed, even though we both booked it to happen. Um, you know, Roman wasn't going to lose that thing. So uh, let's move on to Intercontinental title. We saw Nakamura and Apollo go at it. Um, commentators are now, and, and Apollo even mentioned, are, are continually mentioning how Apollo has this Nigerian ancestry. I know it maybe it's been mentioned once in his many years, but they mentioned it maybe five, six times during the show. So hmm. wondering if that's going to lead to some character change, some something. Um, not quite sure what. So it, it happened a bit. Um, Nakamura ended up winning with a roll up, and then Apollo, as we said, uh, as we also booked, just went on a tear, beat down. He absolutely obliterated Biggie with the stairs. Biggie did the stretcher job. Um, so it, it was what we what we wanted, what we thought. It cemented Apollo as a heel. Um, and then what was nice is while they were stretching. Biggie out, Seth Rollins' music hit to start his segment, and you have Seth just looking at Biggie on the stretcher. And I'm hoping, as as we talked about last week, that this is a foreshadow for them for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Um, I hope it's just the very, very beginning of it. But it was it was interesting there how the timing of Rollins, and I think that was that was definitely no accident. But this should put Biggie on the shelf for a couple weeks. I'm hoping they keep him out until Fastlane, just for story purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, set up Cruz and and um, Biggie at Fastlane, uh, but let's just have Cruz be a badass. Start still just tearing people apart. Yeah, um, you got to build that character. Uh, let's go to the tag titles. Um, there wasn't much with the there wasn't anything really with the tag titles, but we did have a tag match where the Mysterios technically beat Otis and Gable by DQ. But this saw the Otis heel turn, um, which was something else when we talked about WrestleMania predictions. 
when we're saying uh, we booked a fatal four way for the SmackDown tag titles with a heel Otis and Gable. So I'm glad they gave us that sooner than later. So that was cool too. So we, we had pretty much three, three solid things um, that have that we, that we predict, not predicted that we booked that came true on Friday. So that was fun. Um, so it was just uh, Gable continuing to tell Otis to beat up on the Mysterios. He did. Well, this will continue. We'll have a little intermediary feud with these two as we build towards some larger tag match for WrestleMania. Um, I can't see that one being a single, um, what do you call it? Just a one team versus one team. I, I wanted to say singles match, but that's exactly the opposite of what it was. <laughs> Just a team versus a team tag match. I'm going, I'm talking a lot here. Anything you want to add or you're you good still? No, I mean, I, this, it would have just been, it's just, it's just, it's negative comments. It's like, yeah, go ahead. This company has no idea how to like stretch out their booking. Right. It's almost like the last few go home shows are, are a week late. Right. Or a week early. Excuse me. Uh, okay, let me phrase that better. Uh, the go home show is actually two weeks ahead of when it should be. Like it's, it's a week before the go home should be the go home. And the go home show is like, I don't know. It could be a superstars or live wire taping or something like that. Like it's right. nothing, nothing really happens. It's nothing different. It's nothing special. Like you have an inter- intercontinental title. That's not at the pay-per-view. They have tag team titles. That's not at the pay-per-view. Uh, I, I understand it's elimination chamber. It's going to focus around a chamber match, but there's just, they have no idea. I don't want to say they have no idea. I'm sure they know how to do it. They're just not for some reason. Right. Any kind of, like, the Roman Reigns Adam Pierce storyline from a few months ago could have been a three to five week build up. Right. Instead, yeah. in, a, in, in, a, in a course of two hours of TV time, it was over, started, progressed, and was done. And it's just like, okay. And then you're going to go out there and you're going to give us Ricochet and AJ Styles. Right. Which never mind seeing either one of those guys, but you know it's a squash match because they can't build Ricochet. Right. And it's just, oh man, it just, it's either awesome or it's forgettable. There's no one between anymore, it seems. Yeah. So, I mean. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I meant, damn. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was, yeah, was what it was. Uh, a few other things from this show. The women's, ta- uh, the women's title and tag title picture um, combined where Bailey had her ding dong hello show with Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Um, everyone started running down Sasha Banks, which led to Reginald coming out to defend Banks. Um, and then Banks, when she comes out, is doing this really, still doing this fake evil laugh, which really is really weird. Bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's bad. It's not even like, you know, it's it's like you're trying to be, it's almost like if, if I said, hey, try to do the stupidest fake bad laugh, then that would be what I'm looking for. I'll tell you what, um, though. It's the one thing as a performer I've seen Sasha Banks do poorly. So, yeah. Um, this led to a six-person tag match where Reginald, Bianca Belair, and Sasha Banks beat Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Bailey. Um, Reginald took the pin on Nia Jax, which again was weird, and that led to so by Reginald pinning Jax, that led to an elimination chamber match match where Belair and Banks got a title shot against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Sure. Let's, okay. let's just go with it. <laughs> we need we needed another show. Let's 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 throw that on there instead of you know Oscar. Um, 
we'll get there. And other <laughs> non-title programs, we had Tamina and Natalia beat the Riot Squad. Billy came out in a Tamina shirt, tried to get involved. Tamina and Natalia lay her out. Tamina had a nice finisher on that. I can't remember what they called it, but it was, you know, she actually, Tamina looked decent um, as, a, as a performer. So I'm hoping this may actually try to build her, build her back up into at least a threat, which would be nice to see. It's, uh, it's believable. There's no reason they can't. Right. And then the last thing, as we touched on before, Seth Rollins did his pro promo. He started this legal action angle. Uh, you know, here's this, here's what I sent this legal, whatever to, to WWE management. He's trying to further the Cesaro program. The one main thing I, I noticed on this was he kept using the word hour in the program hmm. in his promo, not I, not I'm going to do this or I'm going to, it's like, we are going to do this. So, He's doing, still going with the embrace the vision, but it's about the we. It's about there's a group of us who are going to do something. So hopefully we'll start seeing what the we is. I'm going to keep booking the same thing until it happens um, or until it doesn't happen and it can't happen anymore with this particular program when we get into booking SmackDown. Um, so we'll talk about that shortly. So before we move on to Elimination Chamber, anything you want to add about SmackDown? Nope. All right. So Elimination Chamber, um, we had our first head-to-head competition uh, 100 points max where we tried to we did the results of the non-chamber matches and then we did the order of entry uh, order of elimination and who eliminated someone um for each chamber match and chris took came came out hot with that first chamber match yeah. which, which just absolutely destroying me i think for for a bit it was like a 36 to 6 match or 34 to 32 to 6 it was it was some ridiculous thing um but chris won he had a 38 24 win in that so it takes the quick quick lead but not insurmountable um but you know my my, my predictions for the chamber one were, were really bad so um was what it was congratulations kick my ass well i, I closed my eyes and threw at a dartboard to pick my well, winners so hey and it worked it, it worked better yeah. than me thinking about it and trying to use logic so i'm gonna stick with well i mean we're talking about wwe creative so we kind of throw it out the window yep so in the show, uh, on the pre-show, we ended up having a fatal four-way, and the winner of that match would get into the U.S. title match with Keith Lee being hurt. Um, and this was Ali, Ricochet, Elias, and John Morrison. Uh, and John Morrison actually took that one, which I found interesting. We'll, we'll talk about that a little more when we get to that match. Uh, the first match on the card was the SmackDown Elimination Chamber, which saw Daniel Bryan come out on top. Um, he last eliminated. Wow. Blanking on who he last eliminated in that. It, uh, Styles, I believe. No, Styles is in the other one. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, Jey Uso. <laughs> Jey Uso, yes. It came down to, to Daniel Bryan, Jey Uso. Hey, the wrong damn um, chamber. Wow, okay. I'm sitting there, I'm just like, I just blank. But Daniel Bryan won it. Um, we actually both had that down as Daniel Bryan winning it. So that was at least a couple. That was really the only points I got from the from that chamber match. Uh, then Roman Reigns came out and had his title match right away, and he obviously predictably, but wish he hadn't uh, squashed Daniel Bryan. Uh, it was, really wasn't anything. It was kind of a disappointment. There was there was nothing there. The only thing that this whole this whole thing seemed just to be the setup for Edge to spear Reigns after the match. And then Edge pointing at the WrestleMania sign. The fireworks go off like like you found a big chest in Zelda. You should have heard, you know, it's like the music and, you know, all is right <laughs> with the world. Something just happened. So Edge does the spear, points. Oh, there's all the things that happened. And now 
we have Edge and, and Roman at WrestleMania. They never officially said it, so we were, well, while we were watching it, it was still a little skeptical. Yeah, but I was, once, I was... <laughs> once those fireworks hit, it was pretty... Uh, think it was pretty conclusive remember i kept saying it. i was like no 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 you didn't say it. and then the fireworks went and you're like okay that's it and yeah, yeah fire, that, fire. that does it <laughs> i'm not i mean i'm not disappointed with that being the match just this is part of what i've been talking about kind of the, they build up brian like they're not gonna make it a triple threat match i mean no. they might they, i don't think they will. but I, I, yeah I, I doubt it too so build up brian Everybody knows you're not taking the belt off Roman, and you shouldn't take the belt off Roman. So you just kind of throw Brian to him, and then Daniel Bryan goes to that hellish chamber, wins the match, gets squashed, and he's just supposed to go to the back of the line now and be like, okay, well, whatever. Right. Doesn't help his character at all. Like it, These things just don't make sense. Like, if Edge wasn't involved here, I'd say, I'm glad he is. Huge Edge fan. But I don't know. Like They, 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 they do things to do him. And they don't seem to have a way out of them other than, oh, look at the shiny WrestleMania sign. Somebody else is going to face them now. Right. It's like, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I stopped trying to figure it out. Great chamber match, it. though. Yeah, it was good. That was, was awesome. Really the first match. one was awesome. Yeah, it was good. Um, so after that, we had the U.S. title match where Riddle takes the title off uh, of Lashley when he pins John uh, Morrison. Bro away. Bro away. That bro needs to go. Um, what I was going to say about Morrison was in the fatal four way, you had Ali, Elias and Morrison who are all heels and Ricochet, who's a face. Typically you'd see two and two, a two faces, two heels. This time you only had that one face with the, with the three heels. So I was making comments at, you know, during the show, I'm wondering if they're starting to prep Morrison for a face run here. Um, I think it, it seems, and even what, you know, what went down on raw, I, I think it's coming. Um, I, I don't know when. I, I may even happen at WrestleMania, but we got to see what's going to happen there when we talk about WrestleMania predictions and bookings. Um, but we have Riddle now, who's the U.S. champ. Hopefully Keith Lee is not legit hurt and it's just a work and he's going to come back and just destroy. Oh, we can only uh, hope. But my hopes aren't high. No. Uh, we also had the women's tag match. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defended against or retained against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. And there's just, again, more weird Reginald stuff. Uh, we need some sort of, we need something with this story. Yeah. Um, so when we book, we'll try to book at least something that makes sense here. Um, Ooh. What what storyline finishes first? This weird Reginald stuff or this never ending Alexa Bliss Randy Orton storyline? This one will finish first. Okay, I was I thought you were gonna say Billy Kay. Um, no, no, because that would be more that would be more of a <laughs> which one? What do they give up on first? But yeah, it, you know we need a story for WrestleMania for for that. So let's we might get there. Um, and then we had the WWE Championship in the chamber. Uh, Randy Orton was first eliminated. Nothing, no Sasha Banks, no Fiend. He got rolled up by Kofi Kingston. You know what that was? It was stupid. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you not further that storyline? How do you just let that one go? Uh, it, it boggles my mind that, you know, you could have done so much, especially without a live audience and 
and you could, you know, with the pre-tape, you could have had Alexa Bliss in, a, in an empty pod. Um, it could have been anything. I mean, we've seen Bray Wyatt come into the chamber before against Dean Ambrose, I think, a while ago. Yeah. Or something, yep. you know, with a, with a projection, and then he ran through the projection. Hell, you could have done anything. They did nothing. And then you get this weird crap that they did on Raw that we'll talk about in a little bit. It's like... The return of Papa Shango. Right? Yeah, and for those people saying, like, oh, well, you wanted... It's the WWE Championship. You wanted Alexa to get involved in the match? No. All they would have to have done is have the lights go out, have her in a pod... Have somebody have Kofi do the same thing. Roll up Orton. Yep. Let's go back out. She's gone. Orton runs to the back looking for her. That's it. Right. I mean, we we did have Orton get in, get involved in the women's title, so it'd only be fair if it was the other way around. Yeah. Orton cost Bliss the women's the women's uh, the Raw women's title, so it's just like it would have made sense. But again, we're talking about making sense. So after the match, Bobby Lashley comes down, destroys. McIntyre, Miz comes, cashes in, and the Miz stands tall as your new WWE champion. Didn't think they were going to do it. Um, changes a lot. You, you know, it puts Bobby Lashley immediately in the main event scene, mm-hmm. which is a good thing, yep. of course. Um, but that's at the sacrifice of now Riddle being a champion. Um, that's. We're just stuck with that nonsense. Um, hey, hey, wait till this year, next year, this time. We're talking about which title Riddle's going to be challenging for when he wins the Rumble. Uh, They're huge know. on Riddle. He ain't going away. They love that guy. Nope, he's going to get arrested for DUI for smoking too much. You know, pull a Rob Van Dam. This, this is going to be the, <laughs> the like... this. This is going to be a Rob Van Dam story. It's going to be the same exact thing. That won't happen if there's no live events anymore. Mm. Right. True story. Um. All right. Anything else on the chamber? No, I like the first one better, but uh, they were right. both pretty good. Yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, it was quick. If anything. Yeah. Right. At least if they were gonna, you know, miss some things. At least it was two and a half hours. They didn't make us sit there for five. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I am very disappointed that there was nothing with Oscar. Uh, yeah. Because they during uh-huh. the pre-show they said that Oscar would still defend. We just didn't know against two, and then that was it. They didn't mention it. I was hoping that if it was going to be a huge shock with with Rousey or something at the end, like if they put it on after the last chamber, but um, with the Miz cashing in, like that you had you had to end the show like that. You either had to end it with that or with Edge, um, one of the two. So yeah. I don't know. I, I personally would have booked Edge instead to end it. But yeah, you you called the reason though for the cash in, as we'll get to. For this first segment on Raw here, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you—I I thought it was a different reason, but you—you you called it, so yeah. So, all right, let's get into Raw. We'll review Raw quickly. Um, WWE Championship, a lot going on here. Obviously, the uh, the the bulk of the, not the <laughs> maybe not the bulk, but a lot of the show was was around this. Sorry, I just noticed your U.S. title right up. Right. Um, <laughs> We'll get there shortly. Oh, so. I know, I know. I, I was trying not to, but I, I, <laughs> That's I, I just saw it and it caught my eye. But WWE Championship. So the Miz comes out. Uh, he starts calling out a lot of people: Batista, Cena, Triple H, and then Lashley and Daniel Bryan. Um, and that brought Lashley and MVP down. And there was there was this moment on the Elimination Chamber backstage where you saw MVP and the Miz talking before 
the WWE Elimination Chamber match. So that that was said that there was a agreement between Lashley to get the first championship match. Lashley had a great promo right in Miz's face. Yeah, it was and how he ended. He's like, and it's gonna be awesome. And I'm like, oh, that was the best Lashley thing I've ever seen. Best Lashley promo ever. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Easily. So he gave uh, Miz an hour to make a decision. So after the hour, Adam Pierce was out there. Um, Lashley comes out ready to fight. Miz comes out in the streets, and they're you know, I, I will give you the match, just not right now. Then Braun Strowman comes down and interrupts. He's like, I want my match. Uh, you didn't put me in the chamber. Shane McMahon comes down, and you know, Strowman's like, I think the Miz sucks. I think Adam Pierce sucks. I think <laughs> Shane sucks. He's just going to. And he's like, I want my title match tonight. And Shane McMahon's like, well, I think that sucks, <laughs> which was fun. He's like, and he just made the point, like, they were all WWE champions. And you said it yourself. You weren't a former WWE champion. That's why you weren't in the in the elimination chamber, which is fair. Um, so this led to a, a match with Lashley and Strowman uh, later in the night. And if Strowman beat Lashley, he would end up in the title match the following week with the Miz and Lashley. So we ended the show um, with Lashley and Strowman. Nice little hard hitting match. We had Lashley kick out of Strowman's finish. I don't remember anyone ever kicking out of Strowman's finish. I can't think of anybody. Maybe Goldberg after one at Mania last year. That was it. Or Lesnar yeah. back, you know, during that time. But you, no way. And then Lashley with a, you know, won it with a spear. Um, so next week we'll get Miz and Lashley for the WWE championship. And we'll talk about that. So that was, that's the, that's WWE championship. I'm hoping Miz is just a transitional champion here. He doesn't make it past fast lane. Um, yeah, I don't think he does. I mean, spoiler alert. I don't have him dropping it next week. Um, but I think it's, it'll happen sooner than later. Should I so next U.S. title? Should I should I read the, this first one as is? <laughs> yeah, just read it as is. So, my first note here is Riddle sucks. His promos are awful, and it's just like his backstage promo, and it's just like we've all seen stoners. We've all known stoners. Yeah, you know? it's it, just we like, get it. like just chill. Like oh, now you have a scooter. That's cool too. Um, he he named it by the way, or he named the belt Travis, right? Tra- yeah, yeah, something for, like something ridiculous thing. Because why not? Um, so we had a rematch, well, not a rematch, but we had Riddle versus John Morrison, non-title. Typically non-title, you see the champ lose, but it's Riddle's first night as U.S. champ, so he wasn't going to lose. So Riddle pinned John Morrison. I think that's probably done for now. We won't see much of that. Those two interact anymore. Riddle will move on, hopefully to Keith Lee, if he's available. If not, hopefully to someone else. I don't know. Uh, we saw the tag title match, or I don't know if it was for the titles. I think it was just... Um, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, they beat yeah. the a house party in a tornado tag match. Uh, we didn't see much of that Alexander Benjamin fighting. No. If any. So I'm wondering if they're just repressing it or if they gave up on it. They made a uh, point, too, to show him in the ring before the match started, kind of laughing and joking together. So I, I think they've just kind of dropped that, which is good because if you're not going to go anywhere with it, there's no need. Right. And, I mean, I, I wish they did go somewhere with it, but they didn't. But what can you do? Um, so not much really going on tag tag title wise there. We've seen Hurt Business and Lucha House Party dozens of times already this year. So we need to move on to something else. I, I think, well, when, when we get into the booking, we'll talk about that a little more. Um, the Raw Women's title, 
we didn't see anything. The only thing I put in here is that we saw the teasers for Rhea Ripley coming yeah. to Raw. And I know you're super excited about yep. that. So um, we'll see when she comes, where she Damn. fits in. <laughs> if they're going to give her the Nia Jax treatment where she's just going to squash some people the first few weeks, which is pretty unnecessary. Um, but we'll see what direction they go with her. Um, I don't have her I, I, quite booked I, out yet, but I, I have know. a theory. But Go ahead. I think uh, I think she comes in and she gets a, the title shot right away, beats Asuka and her and Charlotte at Mania. You love it. You, you're that that's that's my undisputed era. Yes, coming exactly. To the main I'm gonna roster. do it until it isn't possible it's anymore. Do it until it's not possible. Yes. But you still have a hope. I don't. Um, we saw the we did see some steeds where we had women's tag. Uh, it wasn't a tag title match, but we had uh, Nia Jax and Santa Baszler. They pinned Asuka and, and Charlotte Flair. Um, Flair accidentally kicked Asuka. So I think we're finally going to, we're finally starting to see the seeds of a turn um, of the split between those two since TLC. Um, the other thing of note is that Naomi and Lana squashed. Let me rephrase that. R- repeat that. Naomi and Lana yep. squashed Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. So that happened. Yeah. So <laughs> for some reason, I'm just, uh, I, yeah. I don't even have the words. So yeah, no, nah. I, I mean, if, if, if Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler do nothing but squash, not Naomi and Lana, if it's even close, it's, I'm so disappointed. So, yeah. um, you keep the belts on Jackson Baszler going into mania. There's no other, there's nothing there. There's nothing else you should do. Um, let's get into some other non-title programs. We have the New Day. They pin Mason T-Bar from Retribution. Ali goes on a just a tirade on Retribution afterwards. I don't think it's leading to a split. Um, I think within the next few weeks, we're going to see similar behavior, and we're going to see the old Rock taking over the nation over Farouk mm-hmm. and Damn. someone else coming in, taking over, and who I put in as weeks ago as Cedric Alexander when they were still teasing that split, but I think someone's going to come in and take over for, for Ali. Um, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what they're doing there. This all um, the retribution is like the exact opposite of me as the hurt business. Right. Like, nothing against performers. I think it's just, a, it, it's a weird gimmick. They've just, the writing hasn't been good for it. Right. Um, I feel bad for the people involved because I'm sure they wanted more than that when they were called up. Right. But her business, is the exact opposite. Like, I love that faction. Everyone in it's talented. Yep. MVP can wrestle once in a while when he's not injured. Awesome on the mic. And he can talk for Lashley because Lashley cut a great promo on promo. Ugh, promo. Tell I can't. Cut a great promo last week. But he, he's great in small doses. Yep. If he had to go out there, kind of like Lesnar, you can give you a line, two lines, maybe a paragraph. If he had to do it every week, you'd start to see their, you know, you know, um, dense in the armor, but mm-hmm. the way they're doing it, it's perfect. Right. Um, a couple just throwaway matches, really, in my eyes. I didn't see any real, real uh, merit in them. Sheamus beat Jeff Hardy for the 18th time. Styles beat Ricochet again. Saw this nice spot where almost um, like deadlifted Ricochet from the mat over his head. So I think we might, hopefully, we'll see a almost, 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 
an Omos uh, debut in the ring soon. I think we'll see it, um, which will lead to their split at Survivor Series, a la Shawn Michaels and Diesel, and we're going to repeat that storyline. Um, so those two matches really didn't do much. The other two things that happened, we had Damian Priest beat Angel Garza. Um, we had a few people who attempted to get to the 24-7 title throughout the night um, with Bad Bunny. As Chris mentioned before, you had R-Truth backstage who tried. Damian Priest got in the way. You had a few people come down. It was uh, Umberto Carrillo, Drew Gulak, and Tazawa, and they got shipped out of the ring pretty quickly. So sooner we get Bad Bunny out of here, the better, but I don't think we are. I think he's going to – they're going to try to cement him as the longest ever 24-7 champ, I think. That's where, that's where I think they're going with it. Um, that's when it comes down to the trivia question for this week, too. Um, I think that's where they're going to head to it. Although, and last, and one other thing that they, that maybe someone listened to us last week, we talked about Damien Priest's finisher, yep. which he called the reckoning, but they renamed it to hit the lights. You called week. that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad they did that. It made sense. Um, so that was good. And then the last thing we had this Randy Orton promo and they kept going back to highlights. And then after one of the highlights, they shoot back to him and then he starts like, coughing up blood but it was Question. black it was weird and it's like warrior and papa shango back in the day right and it was just like okay that's cool i guess um it was weird um but we'll talk i mean i want to salvage this as much as possible so when we start booking raw we'll we'll try to fix it <laughs> yeah good luck <laughs> Look, i mean think we could do it but no there's yeah it's there's there's upsides it was just weird but there's upsides to it so yeah so anything on raw before we start booking smackdown this week nope all right so let's get smackdown for february 26th um we're gonna we're gonna have to start what what is most likely going to be billed as the spear versus spear wrestlemania i'm waiting for them to say it um they they're going to it's just a matter of time who has the better spear um, I would love to book Edge in an actual match on SmackDown. I think you'll see one. We should. So this yeah. week, I think we'll get a, you know, we'll get the in-ring segment. We'll get them, you know, talking face to face, and we'll have let's have Edge challenge and beat Jey Uso. Um, just because we need to see Edge in the ring more than I know he's he's appearing more, but he's not wrestling more. Right. Uh, so let's let's see him actually get in the ring especially if he's going to have this match in front of a live audience against Roman Reigns, we need, we need him to do something. So let's start having, or put him in a tag match, a six man, something. But I think for storyline purposes, we'll put him up against Jey Uso. Who, like, like we said, came in second in the chamber match. Um, so even that could be Roman Reigns punishing Jey Uso saying you didn't win the chamber match. Now you have the fight edge. Um, and that might be fun to see also uh intercontinental yeah. yeah go ahead yeah i uh i, I think I, i'd like to see edge challenge him too i don't think you necessarily see the match this week but i think you'll see the challenge right uh let's see intercontinental title as I mentioned before i think we keep biggie off tv for a while let let that beat down happen let that beat down uh linger i guess would be the yeah. word i'm looking yeah. for uh we'll have a rematch with cruz and nakamura and end it similarly with Cruz just it might be one of those things where you know Nakamura is coming down to, to fight and then Cruz just lays him out again 
and we see we just see that brutality. We continue to see Apollo Cruz again. I don't want to hear him talk. I don't want any of that. I just want him to be vicious and I want him to destroy people. Yes, exactly. So he's got got the look. Just let him let him act the part. Do it, and then we'll build for him and Big E for Fastlane. I think that's what I have. Yeah, we'll build to him and Big E at Fastlane. Um, I'd be fine waiting until Mania, honestly, with those two. Yeah, I just I, I think with Mania, there's so many people who need stuff. So you'll see when 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 you see the match we have for the Intercontinental that I put for the Intercontinental. Oh, that's title. right, right, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yep. I think it'll combine a few storylines at once. Yeah, and it, it it may work, may work. We'll see. Um, tag titles. We have this narrative of Sonya Deville not giving the Street Profits a match. Um, we had this interaction with them on the pre-show where. They interrupted Sonya Deville and were like, hey, why don't we have our match? And Sonya's like, uh, you can go to my office. This is unprofessional. You can't talk about this now. So Sonya Deville is going to continue to find a way for the Street Profits to not get a title match. Um, but we do need to have number one contenders. So Sonya Deville will announce that not on this week's show, but the week after, we'll have a triple threat number one contender match with Otis and Chad Gable, the Street Profits and the Mysterios, the winners to fight Rude and Gable. Okay. Um, just we need to establish something. Well, those are the only teams on SmackDown, so that makes yep. sense. <laughs> <laughs> until the so, until Uso comes back, that's it. Exactly. So let's let's do something with them. Throw them in the ring. Um, I think Ot- regardless, Otis and Gable will probably take the win. Um, and then because the Mysterios, I think Ray is just at the point where he's putting people over. Dominic is just there as an afterthought. Um. Street Profits will get their time at at WrestleMania, I think. They'll still lose, but I think they'll get the rematch at WrestleMania. Yeah, then they want to. I want they want to put them over in front of everybody. I think that's what they're building. I think that's why Maybe. a lot of these seem like shorter builds than normal or out of nowhere, is they had a set thing last year they wanted to do, and they want to carry as much of that over as possible by having their the people who went over last year do the same again. Right, that makes sense. That's that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, we'll have. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks fight against Bailey and Carmella. They've been tagging for a while. It's only a matter of time. Um, we're going to have Reginald get involved again, but this time we'll have, we're going to have a couple switches here in this match. So I'm going to book Banks finally intentionally hits Bianca Belair to goad her into that match. And we're going to have Reginald, even though I don't like the, the man-on-woman violence, we're going to have Reginald intentionally hit Carmella. So yes, I'm calling for a Reginald, who's been in women's matches, to hit Carmella, but do something to Carmella. I don't know what it's going to be. It's not out of nowhere. He's been in, he's been in intergender matches for about a month now. So right. Know. So something sense. something where he has some physicality against Carmella. Then we're going to have Belair declare against a newly healed Banks with Reginald, because um, Banks with this laugh, it, it's only leading to her going back heel, but hopefully not heel enough to align with Bailey again. So I'm hoping like they'll wow. still do like. They hate each other, but they're both heels. Um, Ready for this one? What's that? Ready for this one? I think it's the opposite. I think we see a Bel Air heel turn. Ooh, like it. Because Sasha and Bailey were just heels, and then they had that feud. Sasha's only been a face for about four or five months now. And Bel Air's been so over-the-top, like, sickeningly sweet. Right. She just snaps, and all of a sudden, you know... We see a Bel Air heel turn and a nice heel run with her as champion after WrestleMania. Let's go for it. Yeah. Either one. But let's, I think we're going to get both Royal Rumble winners going against the same show, which is rare. Um, I haven't done any research on it, but I don't know if that's, 
happened before, but since since the uh, women's Royal Rumble started, that was only 2018. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has. I think it's been opposite brands each time. I uh, yeah, I don't know. So you know, let's but let's get that booked because we everyone knows it's going to happen unless they're going to throw us a huge huge swerve in, and Bianca Belair is going to go with Oscar. Or Rhea Ripley at that point. That could even be the other one if your Rhea Ripley thing came true. And then after Rhea wins the tag, the Raw Women's title, Bianca Belair comes out and like, nope, you're mine. Because I think we'd all love to see that too. That would be a great match. Um, oh. Either way. It happened at WrestleMania 35 also. It happened at WrestleMania 35? Remember they had the triple threat, so both women's titles were in the main event. So technically. Oh, oh I thought you meant Belair and Ripley. No, 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 no. Sorry, I got sorry. You. No, you're Rumble right. winners facing... Because no, Becky Lynch right. and yep. Rollins won that year, so yeah. Right. That makes sense. You're right. Okay. Um, and then other programs, let's book the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina with Billy Kay as a special guest ref. Um, and <laughs> while they pretend to all start doing something, they're just let's just have them lay waste to Billy Kay, all four of them. Um, have them work together. You know, Billy Kay will take all their finishers, ending with the sharpshooter. Then from there, Tamina and Natty will wipe out the Riot Squad. And again, let's let's. I'm on the Tamina train right right now. Let's start building her as a beast, almost like a Nia Jax, yes, Nia Jax esque character on SmackDown, and and help her solidify a spot in the bloodline. I want Naomi and Tamina there. I know you do. I don't think we're gonna get it. No, Uh, (laughs) we won't. But you know, that's one of the only couples who are on different shows. So. with Naomi being on Raw. Um, for now. It'll be a shake-up. Exactly. I mean, hopefully they'll do some sort of shake-up after WrestleMania. Um, and this last thing is going to be one of the things that I'm going to book until it happens. So we'll have Raw, Seth Rollins and Cesaro mm-hmm. have their ma- have a match, and we'll finally get Aleister Black's return because I can't think of anyone else. I know we talked Dominic Mysterio, but I think with him being involved and we need him for the tag matches right now, the tag title picture. Um, Alistair Black is the only person in my mind that makes sense as a disciple, Uh, especially since he fought against him earlier when it was Murphy and when Murphy joined Seth Rollins with AOP there, Um, it was a Alistair Black and Murphy thing. And we can also have Murphy come back because we haven't seen hell or high water from him in months. Um, And we can reignite, uh, an Alistair Black Murphy feud mm-hmm. just with roles reversed. So like Alistair Black makes the most sense to me. I just let's do something. <laughs> I still like your Dominic Mysterio idea eventually too. I I, I so. do too. But let's we, we need to get through the um let's get through the tag the tag situation first. I think, and, yeah, I think that's more of a heading in the SummerSlam storyline anyways. Yeah right now. So and I hope I hope they just again and this is something they won't do, but let's just combine the tag titles. Yeah. Um and just make it one and, and treat the tag titles the same. Yeah. I agree. There is so, enough teams to spread it around. So Right. Uh anything you want to add about SmackDown? <sighs> nope. I just I hope for uh, poor Billy K's sake you're you're wrong. I know. I don't think I am, though. They normally don't show that much brutality from the women on the women, though. So I, I doubt it would be all of them beating her up, but it, it may be. She may have annoyed them to that end. Exactly. And I think she's interjected herself enough, so I feel like that's just kind of like the perfect yeah. way to do something, ship her ass to Raw, get her back with Peyton Royce. Let's go. Um, all right. So 
Let's a fantasy book raw for the oh no I got the date wrong March 1st we're booking for March 1st let me repeat that we're booking for March effing 1st for Raw Damn. March yes um, let's start with the WWE Championship we know we're going to have a Lashley and Miz match uh, I think we're going to have Lashley being close and we'll see Drew McIntyre come in and end the match in a no contest because um, he's going to be pissed that he got cashed in on and that Lashley caused it we didn't see – they barely mentioned McIntyre last night except for the highlights. They, they didn't – it was very quiet with him. Um, so I think he'll come back out of nowhere. They won't mention him really at all, and he'll cause the no contest and set up a uh, match for Fastlane um, or a match for the week later where it's going to be Lashley versus McIntyre for number one contender for a title shot at Fastlane. Um I can't see it go. I honestly can't see it going anywhere else. That was, this is one, if I had to put money on something, which I I would never do, um, especially for WWE, but I think this one, if I had to take anything to the bank, it would be this one right here. Um, Any of the no contest? Well, McIntyre interfering with a no contest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, the only other thing I can think of is if Lashley takes the title, but then McIntyre attacks him afterwards. But again, that's what you're, to your point of, you know rushing you don't need to rush this through if we're going to build to wrestlemania um if we're going to build toward a lashley mcintyre match at wrestlemania which i think would be better than a miz versus anyone match for the title at wrestlemania unless miz is going to pull double duty because he has other plans for mania he has to unless they're going to drop this bad bunny thing and go in a different direction Um, i don't think so i don't think so either but there was no interaction with morrison uh, there, there wasn't much there. So, unless they're going to shift over and have Angel Garza and someone else, maybe Andrade again, which would be stupid. Um, stupid, stupid. Uh, I'm in a Randy Orton mood today. <laughs> I definitely, I, I agree. Uh, it'll be a no contest because they, they can't take it off. Not they can't take it off Miz yet, but I think if they do, they have nothing going into Fastlane mm-hmm. for that title. Because they're not going to have Roman defended because they know he's going to face nope. Edge. So exactly. you're going to have to have some title defended. Right. So I think what you'll see is some, not you know, I know it's a little bit ahead of time, but I don't want to forget my point. Uh, you're going to see Lashley and Miz end in a no contest, and then you'll see something like a rematch for uh, for uh, Fastlane, and McIntyre will get a rematch as long as he doesn't interfere. Got it, yeah. He'll get his WrestleMania as long as, if, if he interferes, he loses his rematch and all that, so... The old Steve Austin uh, stipulations yeah, out there. Then you'll, yeah, you'll see Lashley take it there, and then you'll see those two build up for Mania. Right. Yeah, so I think we should get there. We'll get there somehow. Yeah. Um, U.S. title, this is just hopeful. Um, Lee challenged Riddle for a match. Lee beating Riddle in a non-title match. Um, I don't think this is where they're going to go, because I don't know if this Lee injury is legit or if it's a work. I haven't read up on it. I, I haven't think heard. it is real, but I, it is real. So I never, I, I don't. So, you know. the, I mean, then the other person I would throw in there then, but I can't, I don't want to see Riddle beat him. It would be a travesty. You know who I'm going to say? Who, to, who, who's someone who's underutilized right now that they could throw into a heel that they could throw in to the U.S. title picture again? I can only think of one other person. Uh, I'm thinking AJ Styles might be the other, the only oh. other person there. 
No, yeah, that'd be bad. Don't do that. Because you don't want because if you're if they're gonna keep it on Riddle, you're not gonna you don't want to put Riddle over Styles, especially with Amos there. As if yeah, exactly. If you're trying to build those two up, you can't do that. Right. So. So they'll probably I, do it three I mean, weeks in a row. Or Sheamus, um, Jeff Hardy, non you know, heel uh, face versus face. Um, Sheamus would make sense. Yeah. Although we did have Sheamus and Mac Sheamus and McIntyre still have that a lot unresolved too. So we're gonna hopefully we'll see it circle back around and it all makes sense in retrospect. But yeah, my hopes are low. Not my hopes are low. My expectations are yeah. low. Same thing. Yeah. My hopes are high. My expectations are exactly. low. Exactly. Um, I got you. So tag titles, we need to get out of Lucha House Party. Um, but we're going to put them in a Fatal 4-Way Elimination Match because I love Fatal 4 Elimination Matches for the number one contender. Uh, we'll put in the New Day, Lucha House Party, and then two Retribution teams. So like Mason T-Bar and Ali and Slapjack or whatever. Um, and... As much as I don't want them to win, uh, I can't think of a, a, another team that would actually do well with it. And they're kind of all reliable and the New Day win to become number one contenders. Again, don't want to see it, but um, I think that's what they'll do just to, just to build. You need you need more opponents for Alexander and yeah, Benjamin. I mean... so. I like Fiddle 4-Way Eliminations, too, so I'm going to go with you on that because I have no other better idea, honestly. Right. The way they've looked, the Lucha House Party's lost to the lost to the champions several times. Mm-hmm. Retribution can't seem to win. New Day's beat Retribution. So it's like, if you're going by those standards, New Day should already be the number one contender. Right. But. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, I would love to see, and then I said this a few weeks ago, but God, I would love to see AJ Styles and almost as a tag team getting into that title picture, yes. mixing it up a bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, other people are kind of floundering, right? You have uh, Ricochet. You have, uh, I almost said Matt Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Let's throw, you know, they threw Riddle and, and Jeff Hardy together. Hell, throw Ricochet and Jeff Hardy together. Yeah. Get something in there. You know, I was hoping they would go Sheamus and Keith Lee as this mammoth heel team, but that's that's not going to happen. So you got to do something. So let's start here, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Andre the Giant, Giant Memorial Battle Royal Bound. Right. <laughs> Um, for the Wet Raw Women's Title, um, I think everyone's been waiting for a for a uh, Charlotte heel turn. I think we're gonna see the Oscar heel turn. Like she it. needs to be freshened up. Let's put that green crap under her eyes, the mist in her mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give her the mist again. Um, she needs something, please. So, if we're gonna set up Charlotte and Oscar without Ripley, I ha- I didn't have Ripley in yet because they don't. I don't see them doing just one week of teasing and then bringing her in the next week. I think they're going to maybe tease a week or two, then start doing something. Um, maybe they'll bring her in after Fastlane or at Fastlane. Actually makes sense now I'm thinking about it, to bring her in at Fastlane as her first match on the main roster, quote-unquote first match on the main roster. She's had some, but as a actual main roster competitor. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do something with Asuka. Drop the title or turn her heel. It's no more stupid dancing. None of that crap. It's. I think. I think Rhea Ripley. Everybody's looking at Charlotte to be the one to take it off. Or I think it's going to be Ripley. Yeah. Uh. So, whatever they're bringing Ripley in as, I'd love to see them bring Rhea Ripley in as a heel. Right. If you're bringing her in as a heel, she could terrorize an entire roster and, and dominate for years. Like. But it's just. It's just when the fans come back, there's no way she's getting booed. No. Not. Half the heels don't get booed. Charlotte will. 
They'll boo Charlotte. They'll boo Asuka, I bet. I mean, if I let me all right, let me rephrase that. If I was at a live audience, I would boo Charlotte. I would boo Asuka. I would cheer my ass off for Rhea Ripley. I think that'd be the same. Just like I would, you know, people would be cheering for the Hurt Business over, you know, probably Drew McIntyre. I bet you if it comes to Lashley and McIntyre, Lashley would get more of the cheers than McIntyre would. Probably. I, 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 that's a bold probably. statement, probably, but I, I would I would double down on that. It'll be real interesting to see after over a year of no fans how people get reacted to. Right. When they do have them at WrestleMania, I bet you Roman, as good of a heel as he is, gets cheered. Gets cheered like to the point they can't keep it suppressed at the house mics. Like it'll be right, exact opposite of what used to happen. Right. Um, no, women's tag title. So I know Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax are defending against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I think this week on NXT, which would have been yesterday or next week. I think it's next week on NXT where they're defending. It's not that it's not this week. Um, so they have, you know, Naomi and Lana who are quote unquote, number one contenders. You have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez who are quote unquote, number one contenders. We're going to, at this point, let's just have it come to a head at mania, but I don't think they'll wait that long. Um, but I put Naomi and Lana because let's just have let's just continue the absurdity of those two yep. and have them beat Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax in a non-title match because you know what? they've already done it once. Why the hell? Let's do it again. You know what? I want a fatal four-way with Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar, and have Lana beat them all clean in the middle of the ring for the title at Mania. Forget oh, it. Put God, Lana yeah, over. Right. Puts Goldberg through a table for good measure. Ugh. I hate to be mean. This lady can't wrestle. Like, what is she I doing know. in this role? Like, it's terrible. Let's just, so let's start calling her the maid of honor. If we're going to do something, <laughs> that is what you should do. If you want to do something great. with Lana and you want to throw that some shade, yeah. that should be her new gimmick. The maid of honor. And she just follows people around. <laughs> that would be wonderful. That, that That's a, yeah, that's, that's, they don't deserve that idea. That's too good. I know it's gold, but it's fine. Um, and the other program, um, I missed this again. Reading the rundown, I had no spontaneous combustion. I'm not. So I, I, ha- I want Randy Orton to spontaneously catch fire during a Jesus. promo or a match this week. If he's going to cough up blood and they're going to do this mystical stuff, then he needs to spontaneously catch on fire. There needs if we're gonna if we're gonna go for this, we're gonna go full hog. Right? Only way it works for me. Uh, so we're this is going to build to to finally seeing Alexa Bliss with a Randy Orton doll. That I think would happen. I agree with that. Yeah, but it's, it's just like here's the blood, here's yep. the fire, here's whatever else. Waking up bald, he's already bald. Um, maybe gets his gets his uh, fire rash back for a week, and then it magically goes away with that magical balm. Like obviously, this is going to build to to a Firefly Funhouse match. Um, but it's just like <laughs> I'm trying to think what what could happen to Randy Orton next. Since he coughed up blood and stuff, and he's not going to retaliate, he's not going to know how to retaliate. So something else is going to have to happen to him while he's by himself. And fire it is again. So because when we're out of ideas, we're going to go to fire. Well, you know what? If you watch Game of Thrones, you could just take a you know a cue from the Night King and use ice to fight the fire. There we go. But I don't know. Oh, so that's raw. We'll see. <laughs> you have any? That's uh... kind of what I say every week when I'm about to watch this show. Right. Like I said, I love WWE, but man, sometimes it's like 
uh, a team of writers, that's the best you could do. Like, right. Uh, so before we get into booking, I think we talked about this off air. I don't think we actually talked about this on here, but the news that came out today of Paul White signing yeah. with AEW. Yep. Uh, I want to touch on that for a minute. What capacity do we see Paul White? I didn't read anything. I just saw the headlines in the picture and just saw, you know, Paul White is now, what do they call it? AEW bound? No. Um, all elite. All elite. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so where, you know, where, where do we see him fitting? What do you think? Well, I, I, I can tell you what I, what I actually saw. I read the press release that uh, Tony Khan okay. released and said that they plan on using him, I guess, for commentary. Oh. Because supposedly they're uh, – and, and some wrestling. Like they'll use him on like AW Dark and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, um, commentary, they're supposedly going to have a new a Monday show now on TNT. Right, because NXT is doing that Evolve show. Right. So. so they're going to be doing they're going to be doing a Monday show also, which is interesting to see if they go head to head with Raw. Right. Um, I think your first time you see him is going to be when he and his old buddy Cody Rhodes reunite, and he helps him beat. <laughs> this is actually a real sentence I'm saying. Helps him beat Shaq. They had a thing back in WWE. Cody Rhodes, the big show, did You're too. Right. No, it's it's it fits. It fits. I mean, and and the one thing people, you know, I, I, I AEW for me is hit or miss. I love right. there's another option though. If yeah. I have a choice to watch one live, like I'm, we're gonna finish recording this. I'm gonna watch AEW. Right. And I'll watch NXT later on. Uh, but the one thing they do really well is pick up on older storylines people may have forgot and kind of have some continuity. Right. Um. So. I'm probably way off. I think he'll be Russell once in a while. He'll be more of an advisor, trainer kind of role. I mean, right. the good thing for him is with his size and how he's always performed, he doesn't have to be – I mean, he's in great shape for his size and age. Um, but he doesn't have to be able to fly around the ring and do moonsaults and stuff like that. He can just right. be big, do a few moves, throw a punch, and that can be a whole match for him. But so yeah, right. He has so some I'm, options. I'm disappointed that they didn't do it like Sting. Where Sting was such a shock, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I would have loved to see more of the shock value, but maybe they just wanted the for this to happen to talk it up, right? And to, and for people to watch to see what's actually going to happen. So, just wait uh, the next one. The next one's going to be more surprising, I think. Yep. All right, let's get to fast lane. Um, so the only non-title match. Oh no, that doesn't make sense anymore. I did this before. I I. Full disclosure, I did the fast lane predictions before I did the SmackDown and Raw. Oh, so okay. I did have a non-title match between Bailey and Carmella versus Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Um, that may not work anymore, but we'll just leave it. So matches, title matches that I think will happen. We'll have the the Miz versus Lashley. Yep. Um, we'll have Big E versus Apollo Crews. Uh, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin versus The New Day. Oh, I lied earlier. Rudin Ziggler versus the Mysterios, not not Gable and um, Otis. Uh, Rudin okay. Ziggler versus the Mysterios, and then Jackson Baszler versus Naomi and Lana. Um, the only, I mean, hopefully Lashley wins there, and maybe the New Day, but I don't think much else will happen. Um, these are just very basic because Fastlane is going to be another quick two two and a half hour show. It's not going to be anything crazy. Um, it was be something, you know, with elimination chamber, we had the two chamber matches 
and then three other matches, including the Roman Reigns squash. So we're going to get five or six matches, maybe. Um, so it won't be anything too crazy. But if we want to build to Mania, these would be the matches for now, storyline-wise, if we can either end or at least further um, and get ready for Mania. I would agree very much with Vincent Lashley. I think that's guaranteed. Uh, I'd have to say the tag team titles might be. I doubt. I, I just they so seldom actually feature the tag team titles on pay per view. Right. I don't see him doing it on on a fast lane right ahead of Mania, but or it could be a pre show match. You know, could be. Um, I mean, hell, didn't they I, didn't they swap the titles at on the WrestleMania pre show? The tag so. titles a couple Two years times. ago. Yeah. yeah, last year it was like the the mess with it ended up being a triple threat singles match for the yeah. tag titles and all that with the Uso. Yeah, really yeah. weird. It was it was crazy because people were sick and couldn't fight and yeah, it was just I mean, they like, did the best they could with what they yeah. had. But um, I think I think this is where um, I I would agree with this. But you see Bailey and Carmella against Belair and Banks. I think this is where Belair turns. They win okay. the match, turns around, decks Sasha, points at the WrestleMania sign, and walks away. Like perfect. Um, so I don't. I mean, all these matches make sense. I just I don't see them putting this many title matches. On Same, a fast lane, yeah, but, exactly. So it's just but, I was yeah. just trying to find something. Oh, I get it. Yeah, we didn't see anything tag no. title wise at Elimination Chamber. No. So I'm trying to think between Elimination Chamber and Fast Lane if we can take that as like one big one where you can fit everything in over those two shows. Um, you know, this is where the, you know, we already saw the U.S. title. The Raw Women's title, I don't even know what they're going to do. They may as well hold it up at this point. I don't even mm. know. Um, so that's just basic fast lane. We'll have we'll get more in depth with that next week once we oh, once yeah. that that uh, progresses. WrestleMania, we did have you know there are some some changes now. Um, Universal title, um, I did have McIntyre and Lesnar. I, I was I was not certain, but I, I thought Lesnar was going to make an appearance. Um, but we'll have Lashley and McIntyre. But Lashley as the champ going in, defending against McIntyre. Um, that's where I hope the theory that you have about you know people having their moment at WrestleMania, like how McIntyre had his without fans. Mm-hmm. I would hate to see McIntyre beat Lashley and have two quick title changes in two months. Yeah, just for McIntyre yeah. to get back on top. I think now is Lashley. It's Lashley right now. I and think then, yeah. I think yeah. They they had him beat McIntyre clean yeah. in a really good match. That would do a lot for Lashley. I mean, he just beat Strowman clean, so it's yeah, like... right, exactly. So, Yeah. Uh, WWE titles, it's set Roman Reigns versus Edge, Spear versus Spear. Um, NXT titles, still Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. I think that one would just bring the house down. I think that's more likely to happen than not, because they had the interview with Finn Balor, and he said he'd love to defend the day before at the NXT pay-per-view and oh, okay. on oh, WrestleMania. And. Oh, that'd be great. So, I mean, he's probably not going there for no reason. They may have probably discussed it. I don't know if it's finalized or anything, obviously, but right. it's a possibility. Nice. Um, Intercontinental title ladder match. So this will have a lot of um, programs wrapped up into one. So we have Big E, Seth Rollins, Cesaro, Apollo Crews, and I need a spot for Daniel Bryan, so I'm going to throw Daniel Bryan in this here in the, in the mix for this too. I like it. So we have Big E. You know, we have the Big E and Cruz thing, Seth Rollins and Cesaro thing. You had a Daniel Bryan and Cesaro thing. Um, you could see a Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins thing. Um, there's a lot. 
could even throw Nakamura into this mix as well. I, I don't think would. I have him on the card right now. That yeah. would make sense too to have him in there. I mean, hell, they had that year that Zack Ryder won. I think it was what eight. Yeah, yeah, it was, so, it was a big yeah, it was a big match. It was crazy. Um, so actually, let's put Nakamura in there too. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna put him in right now, so I have it ready for next week. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I just forgot about him. So just let's wrap it all up. So he created for about a year and a half, right? <laughs> You know, Seth Rollins, I think, you know, Seth Rollins walks out. Um, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Cesaro, I don't think it'll be Biggie, though. I think Biggie drops it at Mania. I, yeah. don't, think he'll, I don't think he'll do it. They have bigger uh, things planned for him. They got to move him forward. Is that just like Lashley? Yeah, Let's exactly. Um, U.S. title, Riddle versus Keith Lee. Hopefully, Keith Lee will be better by then. We can just write that one in. Have Keith Lee just toss his ass all around and have him bro away for a while. Yes. Um, Fatal 4-Way again for the SmackDown tag titles. Rude and Ziggler, Street Profits, the Mysterios. It keeps re- it keeps autocorrecting me to Mysterious when I write Mysterios. Um, <laughs> and Otis and Gable, two heels. Two- we had that last week. Um, and I think that's that's where they're headed. Um, the Raw tag titles. I would like to see a triple threat with the New Day versus Retribution versus the Hurt Business. I think they're going to all be intertwined too. And that would be fun to see a triple threat there. Yeah. Um, and that, this could be one where actually Retribution takes it. I, I would not be surprised whatsoever um, if that happened. Take the masks off. Right. Um, Raw Women's title. It's Oscar versus Charlotte, but for Chris's sake, we'll throw Rhea Ripley in there too. He's got to um, be involved. Yeah. And I, I did this before Raw. Like I did all these things first. Right. So with, with now them teasing <clears throat> Ripley, it makes sense that she should be on there too. Um, SmackDown women's title, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. And I'll still go with the women's tag titles, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Again, I think with them coming in second and the, the women's Dusty Classic and after Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler beat Banks and Belair, beat Naomi and Lana, beat Gonzalez and Kai, it's NXT's turn. They haven't had a tag title. They got more legit tag teams than SmackDown does. Jesus. Exactly. Um, so we still have a whole bunch of people that we need to book. Um, so other non-titles, Randy Orton versus The Fiend. I think that's pretty set. We'll still put Miz and Morrison versus Priest and Bad Bunny. For this one, here's what I'm thinking for this one. If this doesn't happen, and I didn't write this anywhere because I'm not sure where it fit, right. but I think we're going to end up seeing Bad Bunny turn on Damian Priest huh. at some point. And then he'll, that'll be his last appearance. His last appearance will be him turning on Damian Priest and then setting up a program with Miz or Morrison or someone else. Um, or it could be with Riddle or, you know, if Styles is in the U.S. title hunt, I think. But I think we're going to – I think this whole thing, once it's all done, shows Bad Bunny turning on Damian Priest, Priest laying him out, and then Truth finally getting his uh, his baby back. Makes sense, unless they turn Priest heel. Yeah, I, you saw a little bit of that when he was interacting with our truth. Yeah, um, I was hoping it wasn't going to happen, but eh, we'll, we'll see. I think they turned him heel because that they and never mind. Bad Bunny is so popular that it would make Priest give him like a lot of heat. So right, right, he could. Right. Um, I think let's have Braun Strowman versus Drew McIntyre. Wait, can't do that anymore. I didn't. I never erased that. Braun Strowman versus McIntyre. You know, instead. So before, so I had it last week. Strowman versus McIntyre with Shane McMahon. Yep. 
but instead we'll put Strowman versus Sheamus. Okay. Just two big guys beating each other. This like one, it. I don't, I don't, this next one is a new one this week. Huh. I have nowhere else to put them. And I'm not quite sure how we can get there yet, to be honest. But we have to see Triple H. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to see Triple H somehow, some way. Didn't last at WrestleMania. Year, so. What's that? Didn't last year. No, but I, I think we'll see him somehow. Um, I think if maybe if it was live, we may have. But when they, when things kind of hit the fan. But let's have AJ Styles and Triple H. Um, okay. Why? I got nothing else for AJ Styles. When they had nothing for AJ Styles a couple years ago, what did they do? They threw him with Shane McMahon. And they did a program there. Um, again, far-fetched. But AJ Styles will be on the show. Um, I just didn't have a place where he fit right now. Right. And then the battle Royals, women's battle Royals still have Bailey win. And then I put Carrie and cross to win the Andre, the giant battle Royal. Uh, we had Baron Corbin win it as an NXT guy. I think we'll do something similar. Cross is getting a huge push. He's a badass. Scarlet's hot. Um, so whenever I get Scarlet on my TV, I'm good. With that. Exactly. So, you know, this, you know, ever evolving and changing, but you know, we'll see. I mean, we didn't have Lashley in the title in the in the the main event at all, and all of a sudden, you know, yeah, literally yeah. overnight, now he's there. So, yep. so we'll see what happens. Um, Don't mind fast, that one though; he belongs there, so that's good. Right, fast lane, I believe, is three weeks away. Uh, so we'll get some resolutions. We'll get some matches for the card sooner than later, um, and then we'll, we should be able to see pretty easily which matches will end the program end a program in which matches will are just meant as transitions into wrestlemania uh, so anything you want to add any any other wrestlemania th- stuff you want to no i mean i like a lot of those i i i i, I mean reigns edge Lashley mcintyre Balor cole i i would it, it makes sense but that'll probably be at nxt pay-per-view right uh I mean, they should have every title defended on Mania. I know it's not at the champions, but it's Russell friggin' Mania. I mean, and it's two days. And yeah, they it's have not, more and it's going to be right. probably four hours a show. Just yeah, like, eight, uh, eight hours of content, right? So there's a lot there. So yeah, I like these picks. Uh, so. I don't, I don't see HH. You know, HH Triple H. Jesus, my God. Yeah, I, I don't see it either. I just, I was. I was it'd be cool. It'd yeah, be cool, but hopefully AJ will do something. We'll, we'll, he'll give us a reason, like him fighting Ricochet for no reason. That's not gonna. That's not going anywhere. No. You know what I mean? I think that's more gonna further Ricochet finally joining the Hurt business, which I still would love to see, and have Cedric Alexander go to uh, Retribution. Right. Even though they haven't teased that in a while, I would still that would still be my mm-hmm. my go to pick. But all right, let's let's get to some top five today. We're gonna be talking about uh, the top five most underused or misused superstars, both both past and present. Um, so I like this one. This Chris, Chris, you came up with this one, which was good. Got a little different. Got us thinking. Most of um, mine are actually passed. So I have two past and three current. Okay. Um, so you want to go first or second this time? Oh, uh, you can. Okay, whatever. I go first. Um, you go first. All right. Number five. Number five. Uh, William Regal. Mm. I mean, <laughs> he's. Much like somebody else here on my list, he he's looked like he's been forty since you know he was about fifteen. <laughs> right, the Art so, Anderson syndrome. Exactly. 
So when you see him, when I saw him, I don't know, 20 years ago or so, I was like, oh, that's an old man doing in there. But he was like in his mid-20s at that point. Right. I mean, he's always been respected as being, you know, by his peers as as being what he is, which is just a great technical wrestler. But he could also cut a great promo. Yep. Uh, you can make you love him or hate him. And there's no reason when the likes of guys like JBL were getting title runs that you couldn't have had a William Regal title run in some fashion. Right. Especially the way you're throwing around titles back in the day. I just, I think it was a miss, and he was under way, way, way underused. That's good. I like that one. I didn't think of him. Um, my number five is a current one, and it's Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Um, he did have the Royal Rumble win. He had, you know, a title shot. He's been He's been kind of floating. I mean, he was so hot coming out of NXT, coming into NXT, coming out of NXT. You know, he should have been a top guy. He just hasn't reached that top thing yet. He just Now he's just floating. I mean, you had him in heel tag teams. You had him with Cesaro and Sami Zayn for a while, then just with Cesaro. Um, you know, I feel like they can do so much more with him Agreed. than just this mid-title transitional champion. Absolutely. Uh well, you mentioned him when I was talking about number five. My number four is Arn Anderson. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is, this is the first guy I watched as I used to watch all kind of wrestling when I was a kid. So I'm like, I was a WWE kid. I was a WCW. I was whatever wrestling was on TV. Right. Uh, and I remember a very distinct, for some reason, a WCW Saturday night taping, I believe it was. And I always say taping because I know it's a tape now. Um <laughs> Arn Anderson and Ric Flair against I forgot their name, but they're just two just giant guys, and they like took out Sid or something like that, and Arn Anderson filled in for him, and they had like this half hour match, and it was like just watching Arn Anderson and Ric Flair work. Oh yeah, it, it, it was it's it's a masterpiece. This guy hung with Flair every step of the way. Oh yeah, and he could cut a great promo. Like if he wasn't seen because of the Four Horsemen as you know kind of like just underneath flair this guy should have been a mega star a mega right. heel and it just they made a lot of money worked a lot i mean a lot of some of it was injury too had to retire early unfortunately but right they had a lot of opportunities before that and there's no reason this guy doesn't have a world title run right i remember one of my best memories is the whole booker man incident with brian pillman and kevin yes. sullivan yep. where pillman all of a sudden just left and Arn Anderson came out and filled in on, on the fly yep. in that match. Um, so that's a good one. That's a good one. My number four is Ember Moon. Mm. Another one who should be on top of not just NXT. She'd be, she should have been on top of you know, WWE women's division. I know she got hurt, but even before that, you know, you had her make this, make her debut with Nia Jax, face Nia Jax against Alexa Bliss and uh, Mickey James. And she, again, she just kind of floated around, but she's incredible. I'm glad she's getting more wheels under her pun intended um, in NXT. But uh, <laughs> see what you did there. Thank you. So hopefully they'll do something with her. Let's have her lead the women's tag division at the very least. Hopefully that will, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with her. Number three for me. Brian Pillman. Mm. 
obviously hey, I'm, I'm calling your i'm calling your shots beforehand huh on each of these yeah <laughs> you have not anybody listed he has not seen this list he i no haven't idea. no he called arndur and regal he called pillman and anderson i'm interested <laughs> to see what names you bring up when i'm talking about pillman i don't know um i mean and i know obviously he passed away at a young age uh didn't get a chance to finish his, his career and even with his bad angle injury he suffered after leaving WCW, going to WWE, really hampered his last couple of years. So I don't necessarily know. Like, some might be a case of being held back. Some might be a case of not knowing how to be used. Uh, I think Pillman just a case of just consistently in the wrong place, wrong wrong situation, wrong time. I guess. Right. Um, but I mean, this guy. I don't know what if he really would have been a good a good face because he was so good as that crazy loose cannon heel. Right. But man, was he good. And you could definitely see him as a guy. If he had not, nothing had happened to him, you know, in 97, you know, Bret Hart's gone and mm-hmm. they're struggling to find out what to do with Owen and Bulldog. Austin yep. needs somebody to be his foil. You know, Michaels isn't there too, too much longer. It's like, this guy could have taken off. You could have. You're right. That's that's a good call. I have no one to interject on that one. Although only I've been calling uh, Apollo Cruz the the Pillman spot in the bloodline, but I don't think Cruz is on your list. So um, my number three is Andrade. I, another one. He you know NXT champ. I think he took it off McIntyre, didn't he? If I remember correctly. Yes. Um, yep. You know, so much hype coming in. He had Selena Vega. You know, he had the U.S. title run, but it's just I feel like he's just. You could do so much more with him. You could put him into higher level spots. And um, I was hoping to see him, you know, when we first started doing Elimination Chamber bookings, he was like kind of my wild card spot there uh, in the chamber. We haven't seen him in a while. Uh, Hopefully he's coming back, you know, the new Mr. Charlotte Flair. So (laughs) he's part of the family now, so he'll be back. So he should be there. So. Uh, hopefully we he comes back and he's just doesn't just hang in the mid card and he can actually do something mm-hmm. a little higher up. He's got the talent to do it. I, I real quick I'd add on to that. I, I it's a shame Vega's gone because I really liked I liked the fact of them having like a a, a male female uh, like business relationship mm-hmm. with no implication or innuendo towards a relationship. Just right. She's a professional, I guess, for lack of a better term, agent. Mm-hmm. And he's one of her clients, and it was that kind of relationship. And it was like, okay, it's it's something different. There's no innuendos or nothing. That's kind of nice. But right for me, number two, uh, number one and two could have kind of been interchangeable. Uh, Mister Perfect, Kurt Hennig, mm-hmm. just yeah. If <laughs> I mean, as good as this guy, smooth, great talker, believable. If this guy had been six inches and 50 pounds heavier Vince would have put him against Hogan every night oh yeah <laughs> every night in the late 80s early 90s to you know on house shows and should have been a world champion um, I agree should have never uh, should have never been uh, had his first loss to Brutus Beefcake but <laughs> that's you know we're going to use you to build this guy. I just, I don't think they know what they had as good as he was. Right. That's good. Uh, my number two is Vader. 
in WWE. Yep. Um, came in as a monster. I know there's the legendary stories about him and Shawn Michaels not getting along in that SummerSlam match where he messed up a couple times. Mm-hmm. But he was, I mean, he came in as a monster, came in, beat up Gorilla Monsoon, got himself suspended, which was a good story. And he should have, he should have been the top guy for a long time. Um, he was a top guy in WCW. He was a top guy in Japan. Um, but this, he just floundered. And I, I wish they tried to do some more with him. Uh, but unfortunately they didn't. And it's kind of a, a big missed opportunity there. I mean, you had hell, you had him and Yokozuna. They, they went toe to toe a couple times, but you could have done a whole lot more. Yeah. And they just, they just didn't do much. Sadly, by the time he and Yokozuna faced off, it was more of a sideshow than it was. Right. It was more, oh, look at these two monsters. It was, they were both kind of out of favor. So yeah, that's too bad. Number one for me, uh, one of my all time favorites, um, uh, I don't know the words that, that really lead into it properly, so I'm just going to say Owen Hart. Mm. Owen Hart, uh, I know he had a nice run towards the end when Brett was there, and then uh, they just didn't know what to do with him. And if you ever seen, uh, it's a great a great series called Dark Side of the Ranks. Mm-hmm. If you've ever watched it, you watch the Owen Hart one. They say, had he been born 10 years later, been around 10 years later, he would have been a megastar, and they are 100% right. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was a kid going to the Civic Center for Saturday morning tapings or whatever when they used to do a whole month at a time. And you'd, I saw him. At, I don't know if he was teaming with Coco Beware yet or if that was when he was with uh, House Show is with uh, Danville, my heart. But this guy's flying around the ring. He was doing things I had never seen before. Uh-huh. Doing things you see today. I, as a kid, was just... And I'm, I'm watching on TV because I want to see more of him. And, of course, he was still doing his house show thing. He wasn't on the main ro- well, main roster, quote-unquote, yet. Right. Um, but he was amazing. They didn't know what to do with him. I'm never, gonna, I'm never ever, ever going to believe anybody from that company who says he was not punished for Brett leaving. Mm-hmm. Right. He should have been a champion. Yeah, right. It would have been a great story. You could have had him beat Sean. Uh, just didn't do it and didn't know what to do with him. So you give him this stupid gimmick that caused, him, that caused his death. And it was just... One of the most inexcusable misuses of talent I can remember. That's a good one. Yeah, that's better than my number one. <laughs> uh, my number one is Rusev. And, you know, again, it, he came in undefeated. You had him beat Sheamus on a, a network. It was a, you know, after Raw, we're going to have Sheamus versus Rusev for the U.S. title. And you have to watch the network. And it was just that, just that match. And Rusev won came in, he was undefeated for a while, and then he loses to John Cena at WrestleMania when Rusev came out in the tank. The tank this is when yeah. Lana was still, re- you know, interesting um, at the least <laughs> a little bit. Um, and then after that, it's just, you know, he, he got over. That Rusev Day thing was over like crazy, and they didn't do anything with him. I mean, he... I love that Rusev Day thing. He got Aiden English over. Yeah. And it's just like, oh goodness! Like they could have, they could have strapped the rocket to him. He could have gone to the moon. Absolutely. And they, I feel like they messed up. And now, you know, he's in Jacksonville or wherever they're doing their things from. I don't know where they're actually doing. Hey, their Jacksonville, stuff from. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a shame because he he should have been a huge star, a bigger star than he was. He was over late crazy, and it's just they just dropped the ball. So, completely, I agree on that one for sure. 
Yeah. So there's our top five underused, misused. Stay, stay tuned next week. We'll have another brand new uh, sparkling weekly top five. Um, we would tell you what the theme is, but we want to keep you on. Uh, we don't want to give away too, too much before next week. Got to give you a reason to come back and listen. I think it's great. You chose to honor Rusev on Rusev day of all. Of course. Things. I know it, so. it was just, I know I had him at two and moved him to one because it was Rusev. Day. Absolutely. Uh, so let's get into our trivia. Last week's trivia was who holds the record for the, for starting the most elimination chamber matches. Did you come up with anything? I gotta say, I don't know this one for certain. I'm going to say Ray Mysterio. That's a good guess. Not correct. I believe the, the number was five of them. Um, and this five. was, we did mention him earlier in the episode. That doesn't help. Ah, man. I don't know. I'd have to say if I had one more guess, I'd go with Randy Orton. No, if maybe make a list of people who you've seen in, in Elimination Chamber. That might help. And then check the list. Make uh, the list. Oh, Jericho. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, we're doing a podcast right now. Like, how about I make know, a list? That's what, ter- I know that, oh, okay. That, yeah, Chris Jericho. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Chris Jericho holds record yeah. for started most Elimination Chamber. Oh, matches, okay. Uh, at five. Uh, this week we have two, and they're both around the twenty four seven title. First, who is the first non-active wrestler to win the 24-7 title? And then the second one is, who is who has the current record for the longest consecutive reign as 24-7 champ? So, if you want it, if you can say you can say one if you want. I won't tell you if you're right or wrong, but... I think the first one was Gronk. Okay. Not positive. I forgot what the actual timeline of when the title came into being. I'll have to check that out before I, uh, before I give my answers next week. Right, so... Those are, that's there. I'm assuming, and I put that one because again, I think bad. But they're gonna build Bad Bunny to take the longest consecutive reign because why not? Um, <laughs> I think when I when I was looking this up, our truth is at 39 or 42. Maybe it was 42 or 40. It was somewhere between. It was maybe somewhere high 30s or low 40. Or no, I think it was 46. 46 title, 24 uh, seven title wins. So. Officially recognized title wins. They should, I should say. Um, yeah, so that'll that'll put a bow on it this week. Uh, we're headed toward fast lane. We'll see what happens with the Miz and Lashley, Edge and Reigns. Uh, see if Belair does anything with announcing who she's going with. If we see a Ripley by this time next week, uh, there's a lot that's going to happen. Hopefully, they won't disappoint us. So they're going to disappoint us. So. Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, it's not the power of positivity. Uh, yeah, well, nope. Um, when Bad Bunny's your 24-7 champion, I don't have much positivity. So That's a fair point. Uh, so don't forget to check us out on Twitter, at AVGFanWrestling. Check out the website, AverageFanWrestling.com. Don't forget to subscribe, give us a like and a rating. Anything else before we head out, my friend? Damn. See you next time.